What's up, everybody? It's CJ. Welcome back to Broke Dude Startup. Uh, I got some weird things to talk about today, so uh, I hope you're having a glorious Monday, and let's just get into it, huh? So, I was in... I, I'm a member of a number of business owners slash entrepreneurial Facebook groups, because, I mean, who isn't? Um, uh... But in this one, I, I was in a couple of days ago. Uh, this one guy posts uh, a little mini rant about, um, yeah, I guess it was more of a question. It was, uh, am I the only one who is sick of seeing the same thing on every page? An opt-in, a sales page, and a bunch of OTOs trying to sell me more stuff. I'm getting kind of sick of it. And. It's not, it's not an irrelevant complaint, um, because, like, for a lot of people going through a funnel with all that junk in it, probably not going to be the most relevant thing in their life, so they're probably going to be a little, little pissy by the end of it, especially if, you know, you go overboard with the OTOs. Uh, but there were a couple of responses to that question slash rant. Uh, that, I, that were that I felt were kind of merited. Uh, one of them said, "If you're sick of seeing it, then you're not the correct customer for those funnels." Which is true, because the correct customer, assuming the funnel is constructed correctly, is going to show all highly relevant stuff to said customer who's going through that funnel. And if the customer is relevant, or if that customer is the correct customer for that funnel they're probably going to see some use in everything in that funnel. If the customer is not a correct customer, they might see one or two cool things in that funnel and find the rest to be super annoying. Then another commenter <laughs> likened the average sales funnel that you see on the internet <laughs> to going to the doctor for a prostate exam. You know what you're getting into. You're going to be in a lot of pain when it's over. And not very happy about it. And that's also true. Because you see a lot of dumb shit in funnels. And, like, I get why people are doing it, but... I don't know. It leads me into a weird rant about how people actually pay for their businesses. Because um, I know the ClickFunnels gang... Uh, like in funnels to being able to, you know, liquidate your advertising costs uh, so you can take care of your customers in the back end and make your money that way. But there's a few issues here because people are just throwing shit together in a funnel without actually testing it. And instead of starting at a loss position and then trying to figure out what actually what is actually going to work for their customers. They just start throwing stuff to see what sticks. And it kind of pisses a bunch of people off in the long run. I'm not going to say my opinion is right or wrong. But I think uh, I think a lot of people are trying, trying to go to paid ads too early. And it's leading to all these weird and unnecessary funnels. Either that or they're just in it for a cash grab. And, you know, that's also not going to work out very well in the long run. 
it's a weird situation all around for everybody. Um, now, in my own stuff, I'm trying to go a little more conservative. Like on some of the things, on some of the things I want to work on, I need to go with paid ads because they're kind of not my, they're kind of not my main deal. So a little bit of paid advertising will have to be done, in which case, you know, I'll actually need a backlog of products to be able to sell people, uh, to be able to pay for those ads. But if I were to do a sales funnel that started with a main item, an order bump, and some one-time offers, go conservative on it. Like, at most, you should have two OTOs. Like, at most. Ideally, just one. And the bump item on the main, on the first sales page should be a no, should be one of those no-brainer items. Like, oh, hey, you want to buy this book for, like, dirt cheap? Oh, do you want the audio book to go with it? Yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer. Then you get to the OTO, and the OTO, the OTO should really be for a continuity product, because that's the big thing that you want to push. And if not a continuity product, at least a somewhat high-ticket-ish item, like something in the plus $100 range. Like, you're not going to make any money on the front. You're not going to make any money on the front end. At least you shouldn't. Because that's not really the goal. The, the goal the goal is to um, get your get your customers in at a break even. So I think going so me personally I think going conservative on that is gonna be the key because everyone and their brother is using these super elaborate and excessive sales funnels uh, to gather customers and people are gonna start developing funnel blindness. Especially if you don't know what you're doing. But that being said, I don't dislike sales funnels. Uh, me personally, I'm going uh, a couple. Of, I'm going a, like I said, a slightly more conservative direction, focusing on selling, go, going in on focusing on selling the opt-in, and then selling the continuity, and then sell, and then selling a uh, back-end item later. But getting people on the continuity first is the more is the more important thing for me. And if you're trying to sell continuity, again, just just like with anything in your funnel, make sure it's relevant to the right customer, and that your campaigns for getting someone into that funnel get you the right customers. <laughs> uh, if you'd listened to the last two episodes, I talked about keeping things simple. Do that. Keep it simple. Focus on the right customers. Sell one thing at a time. Anyway, um, that's all I've got today. Uh, hope y'all have a great Monday, and I will catch you next time. If you like this podcast, please share it with somebody you think it might find it useful. And, uh, you know, find me on Facebook or Twitter at CJPedroza87. Tell me what you thought of the episode. Thanks. See ya.